You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming, the Xfinity 10G network. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right, cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And there are no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. How many unread messages do you have? Do you want me to check right now? Do you want me to do a a status update on my unread text messages? 3,877 unread text messages. Yeah, do you think I would lie? 4,000 unread text messages. Is that not crazy? This is the Nikki and Bree Show. Happy Wednesday, everyone. So today is a really fun episode for myself because my hubby is back here on the podcast. We are lucky to have Mr. Brian Danielson with us. Hooray! You know, I wanted to, you know, tell everyone... What was, wait, what did I say last time that now I feel like I think about it because I used to say it all the time? Not how grateful everyone is to have us, but what was the word I used? I have no idea. Oh my gosh. I don't remember what happened yesterday, let alone what happened the last time we did the podcast. <sighs> so. You know, <laughs> I know you're the worst, but I always feel like you remember things that you shouldn't remember. Like you remember 10 years ago when you called me an idiot and I'm like, we're, we're still on that. <laughs> You do. So you remember that I remember that. I haven't even brought that up in years. I know. But I'm you shocked. keep but you keep bringing it up. So it's like who's who's holding <laughs> on to this thing? Uh, oh my goodness. Anyways, so fall is here. It's been here for a couple of weeks, but we haven't been able to talk about it on the podcast. And I feel like if you have been listening to the podcast for the last couple of years, you know that Nikki and I are obsessed with fall. Not only because it's our birthday, but it truly kicks off the holiday season and we love pumpkin everything, which is probably one of the reasons, Brian, why we fell in love because you love pumpkin everything too. Fall is here, which is super exciting. I thought it'd be really fun to kind of talk to Brian about fall traditions, things he did when he was young, um, family stuff, talk about Halloween because I feel like almost everyone probably already has their outfits. But we're going to kind of get into that. But Brian, before we get into Halloween stuff, I just want to ask you, because I don't know if I've ever asked you this, but did you have any fall traditions growing up as a kid? 
No, I mean, we don't have, we didn't have a lot of traditions, realistically. But pumpkin cake is a tradition in your house and that's fall and your mother grew them. Yeah. So, I mean, we gardened a lot. So we had a lot of pumpkins and we did a lot of pumpkin cake and that sort of thing. But yeah, fall to me was always just a season and it was growing up in Aberdeen, Washington. It means like, okay, it's going to start raining a lot. And like every single day. Okay. I was going to say it rains all the time, but you're saying fall. Well, actually I do agree with that. When did I stay with your mom by myself? I was there for like two weeks and I feel like the sun never came out so much. It had to be in fall. Well, the year that I graduated high school, it actually rained 100 days in a row. And that doesn't mean like it's like uh, Noah from the Bible where it's like 40 (laughs) days straight of rain and then the world, the world is just covered in water. It's just like a hundred days in a row. It just rained at least a little bit every single day. That's one of the reasons why I love the rain. But I know that like when fall starts coming and especially being uh, where I grew up, it starts getting darker really early and it rains a lot. And it's kind of the end of going outside and playing in like what feels like a fun summery sun type thing. Now as a parent, I love when it gets darker earlier because the kids go down earlier. Like everyone just relaxes earlier. And what I also think that happens is they sleep in later. Oh, like they we're do. starting to see the, see that already. Is right. that like when the sun takes longer to come up, the kids stay in bed longer. <laughs> they really do. And it's so weird because I don't know. I, I don't think I'm like this, but I think you are. The sun, even if it, it's a tiny peak, through their blackout shades, they wake up. Like the little bit of sun wakes them up. Where me, the sun could be blasting in my face and I probably still wouldn't wake up. Yeah, that is definitely true for you. I think that is certainly true for me. And especially where it really affects me is when I'm traveling. So it's like if I wake up at 8 a.m. on the East Coast, which is 5 a.m. on the West Coast, the sun will start coming up. And as soon as I see any light through my hotel room window, I start waking up and it's hard for me to go back to sleep. But yeah, but you know what? I kind of think, and I've wondered this, and maybe some sort of biologist would be able to tell us if this is a real thing or if this is just my imagination. But I wonder if we're not supposed to sleep the same amount of time throughout the year. So for example, if humans have evolved to sleep less during the summer and sleep more during the winter, that would just make sense, right? Well, And if you think of animals, how they hibernate. Yeah. And I would love to hibernate. Oh my gosh. Sign me up. Yeah. So, you. and then like, then I'd really be excited for fall because that means winter. It means I'm hibernating soon and don't wake me up. You would be a great hibernator. I would be the best hibernator. <laughs> there is not a single person on planet earth who would be a better hibernator than me. Oh my gosh. And your whole family would agree. <laughs> Those Danielsons, the, uh, what, what does so, it come from? Yeah. Family so, nappers. Yeah. So my dad uh, would always tell us that we came from a long line of nappers. And then my <laughs> sister said that to my uncle. She said something along the lines of, yeah, we come from a long line of nappers. And my uncle said, no, we don't. Nobody ever napped except your dad. <laughs> so it's like our dad just made it up to. <laughs> and I think it ended with you because our kids don't care to take naps mm. anymore. But back to fall and just the great stuff of fall, I feel like for someone like me, Brian knows he's had to deal with just my decorating. I It's insane. Love to decorate. I think any other culture 
would come and view you decorating and they would be like, oh, <laughs> that is the definition of insanity, what she's doing right there. Okay, I don't think so because everyone does it. And I think this is what happens is when you're, we're in a really great neighborhood where everyone's super close and everyone gets into all the holidays. So you see your neighbors start decorating and I, I'm not saying it becomes a competition, but what I'm saying, you want to be a part of it. So you just kind of, I don't know if it's the energy that starts flowing or what it is, but I feel like that's why everyone gets so into it. If so your street you, gets into it, you get into it. So you are defining insanity by what's the norm in your particular culture. I guess. So because everybody else is also doing this insane thing and you're doing this insane now, thing. Now I will say this, when it comes to Halloween, I am someone, I don't do anything spooky. I know a lot of people like to get really spooky and use a lot of skeletons and spider webs. I'm not that person. I'm more like what you call the harvest decorator. So I like to go to the pumpkin patch to get the more, I like the fairy tale pumpkins. Like I'm the girl in that section and I put a bunch of pumpkins at my front door. I put a nice little, you know, fall leaf wreath. I have like a, it's like a brown khaki styled uh, plaid. Can I push back a little doormat. bit here? So when you're talking about the harvest style decorations, that's for sure that wouldn't that also include spider webs? Because that's a spiders are a big part of fall harvest. Yeah, but I don't want that part of my front door. <laughs> so you're more like the Disney cartoon. Let's ignore the uh, the less than desirable parts of, of fall. For sure. <laughs> and like one year I tried to do like the cute, like I saw it on Pinterest where people were putting bats like around their door, like these paper bats. And I'm like, but they're pollinators. The bats? We, yeah. Pol bats are pollinators. We wouldn't have things like pumpkins without things like bats. Wait. Hold on. Bats pollinate like bees? Yeah. You didn't know that? No. There's no way I'm like the only person in the world who didn't know that. Like, okay, so this might sound really <laughs> dumb, but I, I, I'm visualizing some weird shit right now. Okay, so you know how bees go with their little bum bums and they're pollinating? Okay. How does a bat do it? With its fangs? <laughs> so I'm not convinced. <laughs> so vampires are not real. Just Wait, so you know, bats have fangs. I think they do have teeth. They are mammals. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong on them being mammals. I, I I do believe they have teeth. Whether or not we would consider them fangs, like you're thinking of Dracula. Well, I just know, like <laughs> when I get at the lake, when I see the bats, I sprint because I don't want them to like suck my blood. Don't they mm -hmm. do that? Yeah, I would. I would assume. They pollinate using their mouths, but I am not entirely sure. Well, they, they pollinate could be their what? Feet. Vegetables? They What's pollinate that? They pollinate all sorts of things. We should probably get somebody like a, an expert in pollination to see how bats actually pollinate. I just know that bats are pollinators. If you were to uh, ask me specifically how bees pollinate, like I've read books with bird on on kind of how they do it, but I don't know exactly how they do it. I, so, there needs to be a children's book on... There are children's books. Birdie has children's books that talk and about there's bats, a bat bats that, as pollinators. But I want to see like a cute bat, bubbly, smiley, beastie the bat, pollinating all the flowers and vegetables. And they do it at... They have to do it at night. I would assume they do it I at night. I would freak out if I walked up to my garden and saw like bats pollinating it. I'd just... Wow. Wow. 
<laughs> it actually sounds like a Halloween movie. She goes out to her garden. Yes. There's the fangs. So, so when she's talking about decorating harvest style, she wants to ignore the bats, which are pollinators, and she also wants to ignore the spider webs. So really, she's just talking about pumpkins. <laughs> and you know why? Because I love pumpkin everything. Honestly, I got so excited this morning because I took Betty. And we walked into this coffee shop and all of a sudden it said, finally here, pumpkin lattes. And it wasn't Starbucks, even though I love Starbucks. It was a local coffee shop. And I was like, oh, just contemplating my head and my, as I'm waiting in line, like, should I do it? But this is where I get a little weird is I'm like, the minute I start, then this is it the rest of the season. Is it too early to start? I just, a lot was going through my head as I was waiting in line, what kind of coffee I should get. Yeah, I mean, you've you've got a lot of heavy decisions to make. A lot of heavy decisions. (laughs) Pumpkin anything just gets me excited. Like, Nicole, I literally sent her a picture because Buddy and I were going into Whole Foods. And they're putting out all the pumpkins in the front. And I took a picture. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I want to buy a bunch of pumpkins right now. So maybe you can answer this question. I don't have the answer to this question. If you go and get a pumpkin spice latte, there's not actually pumpkin in it, right? It's just a pumpkin syrup. Yeah, but... So they could really do that any time of year. Yeah, but you can't. You can't do it any time of year because it's like playing Christmas music outside of December. You don't do it. uh, So in my family, we play Alabama Christmas all year long. (laughs) The most depressing Christmas album I've ever heard. It's so funny. The minute Brian played that for me when we were together, I'm like, oh my gosh, this explains a lot. (laughs) So we're talking about fall. We have to get into Halloween. So anyways, I don't decorate for Halloween. It's just creeps me out and I don't want my kids to get nightmares. So we just stick to harvest, which maybe I'll throw a couple spiders and bats in. But um, every year you guys probably see on our social media that we do a big family themed costume. And this year, I have zero ideas. I kind of have one, but I was telling Brian, I'm like, I think this is my first ever Halloween where I don't want to dress up. And I can't believe I'm saying that. Yeah. Welcome to my life every single year. (laughs) (laughs) I never dressed up until we got together and you forced me to dress up. What have I made you be? So I made you be the cowardly lion and I was Dorothy. And you remember Josie was Toto? Oh, yeah. You've been a mad scientist. You've been uh, I, I oh, Adam's family. I, I made you be a lot of different weird yeah, things. Yeah, I don't. So the one I remember most is when Birdie was really into that show on Netflix, oh, Masha, Masha and the, the Bear. Bear. Yeah. And we didn't do this for actual trick-or-treating. I just took her out early in the morning and she wanted to be uh, Masha and I was the bear. And that was actually my favorite because yeah. it wasn't. It was just her and me going to that little Biltmore area in Phoenix. I remember that. And we were just there and we were dressed up. And, and you like the, so cute. And she was having so much fun and she loved that I was a bear. And it wasn't for anybody else besides yeah. just me and her. Oh, I made you be Donald Duck and I was Daisy. <laughs> so I don't even remember these things. That's so it's so like, funny. yeah, I've tried to, I think, I think there's part of me that tries to. Well, maybe I have them. you do something cute with Birdie this year. Like Birdie is going to be a mermaid. Well, she tells me a Barbie mermaid, but I'm like, okay, I don't know what that means. So we picked out a really cute mermaid outfit. And then I was like, maybe dad, dad can be Aquaman. And she lit up and she's like, I would love him to be Aquaman. So maybe you guys can do something cute. 
And I could spray her hair red and she can be like the aqua woman. Mm. No, I just, so this is the weird part for me. I usually get so excited. And this year I was actually, I'm still contemplating making buddy Dennis the menace and I'm the mom and it's like cute fifties outfit. And I just think buddies would be the perfect Dennis the menace, even though he wants to be fire boy. Yeah. If he wants to be Fireboy, why are you forcing no, him no, to no. be this Dennis is the just, Menace? No, I'm going to force him to be for like a picture, which is so bizarre, right? To do. Yeah. But I when mean, he goes the whole trick or treating. bizarre. I know. The but, whole thing is bizarre. Like, I don't know why we still celebrate Halloween. There's not, it's not even like a. It's fun. Like, I want to have a party. Like, I'm going to have people over. <sighs> so, you know, I know. We're going to do you pizza will. and fun snacks and arts and crafts. And then we're going to all go trick or treating together. <sighs> I love hosting. I know you do. And Brian hates it. Yeah. For my 40th birthday, because you and Nicole are turning 40, she thought she would throw me a big birthday party. Like that's what I would want for my 40th birthday that included (laughs) some people that I barely know. And then, and so they came over to our house and uh, for my 40th uh, birthday party (laughs) and, and it was like, oh, Oh, this isn't for, this isn't for me at all. This is just No, I just wanted it to feel special. And sometimes I feel like more bodies packed in the house. It feels more special. But I'm I'm a big time hoster. I don't even know if that sentence makes sense. But I love hosting. And that's what my mind is kind of around this year. I want to host like something really fun. Have really fun for the kids on our big table. Like fun Halloween arts and crafts and some pizza, wine, salad. The whole shebang. And then do that and then go trick-or-treating. I just know everyone's going to show up dressed up and then I'm going to regret I don't have a costume. So this is like the stuff that keeps me up at night. I've never once regretted not dressing up for Halloween. So you don't want to do it this year? Uh, listen. This would I, be your I, one. This I would... do what you tell me to do. I know. <laughs> and Even when I don't like it. I just, I do what you tell me to do. So if you say that we're hosting a Halloween party, I will roll my eyes, I will put on whatever costume you give me, and I will smile and say, hi, everybody. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Well, Birdie wants to be a mermaid, so you might have to be- A Barbie-branded mermaid. No, That's that's what you've done to her. No, I have not. (laughs) Barbie's just everywhere, and she loves loves it. Mm. But I feel like, okay, so someone in our family picked an outfit- like we have to roll with it or we don't, or we could tell, we could teach our kids that you don't need to yeah. just do what everybody else is doing. Well, and you know, Brian, I'm not a hoarder or I don't hate, I don't like a lot of things in our house. And I think what it is, is, you know, Halloween outfits really accumulate and add up and you're like, I wear this thing one night and it's a lot of different things. You're like sometimes getting wigs and this and that and the whole shebang. And I feel like that's, what's like, I just don't feel like getting another costume and like having to put it in our costume box, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think Halloween does a number on the environment. And For so, sure. so yeah, so we should take a stand right now and, just, <laughs> and say no more Halloween costumes. As everyone just rolling their eyes, like, With, oh, the Daniel sense. I mean, you're rolling your eyes at me right now. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm thinking that's what people are probably doing. Why would they roll, our, why would they roll their eyes? It's, sometimes it's a very it, logical argument. What beyond. they should be rolling their eyes at is everybody continuing to dress up for Halloween when it no longer, it's not like it's a 
any sort of holiday that we're celebrating something real. Like it's not like Thanksgiving where we're celebrating family. It's not like Christmas where uh, depending on your tradition or whatever it is, could be a religious holiday or could just be another celebration of family and kind of the beginning or the end of the year and that sort of thing. Halloween is really none of those things. So why are we celebrating and why are we getting dressed up? Is there a purpose for what we're doing? And the answer mostly is no, we just want to have fun. Um, Girls just want to have fun. I I heard that in a song once. (laughs) You know what then? I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through my closet and all my, you know, I have some nice stuff like dresses and clothes stored in this thing in the, in our garage. Maybe I just go through that and like come up with something, get creative. Why don't you dress up as a younger version of yourself? And then feel bad about myself when I look in the mirror. And Why? Realize. Why would you feel bad Maybe about yourself? You look version. great. Oh, you know what I could go as? You and Nicole are always wanting to be young and cool. <laughs> I know. We really do. <laughs> yeah. Or I can throw on one of my wrestling outfits and just, yeah, I can be Brie Bella. Yeah. If you want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do what you. Who are you? I'm Brie Bella. I'm Brie Bella. Duh. Didn't From you? 2014. Yeah, did, didn't you watch WWE in 2012? I'm totally Brie Bella. Yeah. <laughs> Vintage wrestler now. Yeah. That is so funny. Well, you know, we'll keep everyone updated, and oh, we don't want to ruin. Want to be updated yeah. on, and we don't want to ruin your guys's fun. But I think Halloween's gonna be different for me this year. Mm. I've decided. Yeah, don't worry. And that's in case in case you have deep thoughts on what we're gonna be for Halloween, we'll update you on yeah. the situation. Well, it was funny because <laughs> one of my friends asked, like, "What do you? What is your family dressing up as?" Because you usually always know by this time. And I go, "I don't think we are." And she was like, you saying that is crazy. I'm like, I know. I'm usually excited for this stuff. And I I just, no excitement this year. Mm. It feels different. Mm. Which I think you always have to go with that feeling. Like, it it feels different. So I have to, like, dive in and think about this. Like, why does it feel different? I think it's the environmental thing has gotten me. And you know what it is? And I'm sure, like, everyone else, how many times you go out to your closet to organize and clean it? And you just think to yourself how much shit you feel like you have. And that's where I just started to be like, I'm, I, I feel like you and I have been really good, but you just stop buying the shit. And it's so nice. Like Brian and I have, we have a lot of drawers that are just empty mm-hmm. and like certain stuff. So I feel like, you know, I'm now there with Halloween. I'm starting to fill all my drawers with books. Well, that's the books is a problem. And I, <laughs> the only issue why, what I don't have with books is they decompose. I, I tell myself that. But a lot of books. I really feel like you need to take them somewhere, like a library or somewhere. Yeah, but I, but I, I like having the books that I've read. I just don't know what we're gonna do with all it's them. It's a catalog of ideas for when the <laughs> shit really hits the fan, and we need. Well, later, I think first we need to give a little bit of a birdie buddy update. But later, we definitely need to hear what books you're reading because okay. we know they have definitely changed from last time. And he was reading me a couple sentences. Was it last night? Mm-hmm. I, I, how much did I not understand you? Yeah. I felt like you were speaking a different language. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form. And it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce 
that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh yeah, and you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum. And their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce and a flavorful dry rub. Mm, it's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And we really do. And we actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses. So if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. Last time when Brian was on the podcast, we were telling you all about Buddy and just the situation we were dealing with. And I was like, you know what, Brian, I think we should update them because I'm sure they're all wondering, like, did Buddy start a new school? How's it going? 
So he is, buddy. We have him at a new school, and it's very fitting for him. He only goes a couple days a week, so his whole schedule's changed, and he's at home with us a lot, which I feel like has been great. Brian bought what homeschool kit did you get? Habitat, Habitat homeschooling or Habitat schoolhouse or something. I did that one, and then another one that is mostly just activity based, but it's like a. But yeah, but it's like a it's a nature based home homeschooling. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he really loves likes it. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he goes through the workbooks, but it's actually been really fun to see. I just think as a parent when you work with your child and to see the growth and just to go outside and be able to have kind of guidelines and almost something you can check off like you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's been really fun, but it's funny cuz I was telling Brian the other day I was talking to a mom who was kind of put in the same situation as myself. And this was years ago. And she went ahead and did like the hour of school. Because if you listen to our last episode about a month ago, it was a month ago, right? Or two. Um, we were talking about how Buddy, it was just too hard on us to think of like him just going to school for one hour a day. But when I talked to this mom, she was like, it actually worked for my my kid because he has so much energy it's almost like it took away anxiety or being overwhelmed. That one hour just helped him concentrate and understand everything. And then I was there to come grab him. And she was like, and I'm lucky I'm a stay home mom. But she's like, she felt he benefited from one hour a day. And after three months, everything clicked. And then he could do a full day of school. So I told Brian, I'm like, oh my gosh, did I make an emotional decision? Like, did I not think it through? I would say that that is most decisions in your life. <laughs> but Thanks. Uh, but that said, I don't think it was a bad decision. I think you're you were operating under the information that you had. And also, I don't think it's ever I mean there's no absolutely right way to raise your child, right? right. And so like we saw something and even the school saw something. This wasn't working for him. So we we're going to have to change something. You either change how he goes to school, like they had mentioned, going an hour a day, or we tried to put him in a different environment that more suits his temperament. And we decided to put him in a different environment that suits his temperament. And he's done really well with that. And so he's done really well, but he always talks about the other school. Yeah. And how much he misses it. So it has been just wow. It's just been a roller coaster ride, huh, Brian? Yeah. Yeah. But it, I think but parenting is a roller coaster ride because you never know the exact right way to do things. And it's not like uh previous societies where we have, we're, we're surrounded by elders who are telling us the right way to do things or whatever it is. And even if we were surrounded by elders, things have changed so much in the last 15, 20 years that they wouldn't even know the right way to do things. So it's so true, but I wanted to share that with all you guys, just cause I know we were talking about it and buddy's thriving, which I will say thriving. And that's all you can ask for. Right. And he's happy. He is so happy. So it's, but it's just, you know, all of his parents, man, trial and error <laughs> weekly. I feel like every day I wake up and I'm like, all right, so how's today going to go? At least we just know his parents were not alone. Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes, I don't know. Unless we are alone. I know. Unless we were like, well, <laughs> I'm idiot. constantly on lone dad duty. And <laughs> well, well, I wouldn't say constantly. We alternate back and forth all a the lot. time on being on. Brian and I have duty. a really crazy schedule. It's really hard because we both for our jobs travel besides Nicole and I making wine and doing the podcast. We stay home 
and we're home majority of the time. But when it comes to a lot of other things, we have to travel. And I always wait till Brian gets home. So there's always a parent with the kids. But then what happens is you sacrifice then your, I guess you can say your marriage and being together, which is really hard. Mm-hmm. Like even this week, because he knows we are recording this right before going to Italy. So I get Brian just, I mean, really a couple of days before that I'm gone, 10 days, but we're not going to see each other. Actually, it's going to be a while. Yeah. And a lot of this time you haven't been home because you've been doing other stuff. Yeah. Cause we were in New York. So it's really tough. It's yeah. But I guess cause we've been together for so long it, yeah, she she she, Does she, she doesn't fine? miss me. You. I'm not her. Are you kidding? I miss you so much. She, uh, I'm not her main significant other. Nicole is her main significant other. Uh-uh. So. That's not true. <laughs> you talk to I, Nicole more than you talk to me. Well, yeah, I think because I'm used to it and she's yeah, my sister. Even, but e- No, but even when I'm gone, if I'm here, you talk to Nicole more than you talk to me. If I'm gone, you still talk to Nicole more than you talk to but me. But I think because we're involved in so many things together and- but sometimes know. it's not just that. Sometimes it's just like, oh, did you see this? What's happening on Instagram or well, whatever in it is? All <laughs> fairness. No, it's never I'm just that. Like, what is all what, fairness. Why are they talking right now? I will say yesterday around dinner time, I'm trying to talk to you and you were so tired. It was like you could barely hear me. And I was like, okay, conversations are not going to be happening right now. You know what I mean? Like you were so exhausted. Like you, you didn't even really feel like talking. I fell asleep at eight o'clock last night. Yeah. So, I mean, I got to talk to someone, but I will, I did send him a text. I don't know if it was last week. And I <laughs> remember that one text I sent um, you, you last and I text week? all day long. We text all the time. Okay. So another thing I guarantee you, if we compared texts, how many texts you send to me versus how many texts you send to Nicole. And even if we were to say <laughs> non-business related texts. So if we of were to course, go, it's Nicole, yeah. but we send each other like weird gifts and like funny memes saying. and stuff like that. But I was just saying how lonesome and sad I've been lately because I've been missing you so much. And this travel stuff is really, it's really tough. tough. It's really tough. Yeah. So, and you know, like if you watch AW, everyone has seen Brian's, you know, latest, like, I guess you would say kind of your last couple promos. And for me, it's a little refreshing. I know it's hard for all wrestling fans, but that this is your last year of wrestling full time. Yeah. And Birdie loved that. I brought her up in that promo. I mean, when <laughs> I had her on speakerphone and you're telling her that she was going to be on TV that night yeah. because of your, the video package. I mean, that's all she could talk about for the next 24 hours. <laughs> and then I was able to find the video on Twitter or something. And I showed her and she just could not believe it. Yeah. Was she disappointed that there was one picture that had Buddy in it? Or no, did, she okay. didn't say anything. Okay. <laughs> I think because it felt so much about her that yeah, she yeah. didn't care. Yeah. But I, you know, it is crazy because I, I do notice the kids, they start to talk about it. Like when's daddy coming home? And they, especially Birdie, she's always like, I just miss daddy. I just wish you could cuddle me and read to me. So I feel like it's becoming hard on her, but this is the first year and we've been together. We're going to have our 10 year wedding anniversary in April, but this is the first year where I'm starting to feel it too, where I'm just like, okay, this, this is getting a little hard. And it's not even because it feels overwhelming to me. Cause I feel like I have it like, I don't know, the kids and I kind of, we get each other. The kids now finally will let me sleep till seven. So even if they wake up, they'll come and lay in bed with me or they'll just play in the rooms. 
So now I feel like it's getting easier with them. I'm in a good place with them, but it's just hard. Just not you being part of it all. Yeah. But you and your sister have that bond, right? So even when I'm gone, you have somebody who has that bond with you. Well, and I'm so social. So I'm always doing something. So like on the weekends, if I feel like alone, I'll just like go hang out with, with the kids. We'll go to like play dates or friends' houses or I'll take them yeah, to dinner. Yeah, it's also weirder. I think it's weirder from a man, husband's uh, father perspective to be like, to hit up the moms and be like, Hey, do you guys want to do a play date? <laughs> right. It's, it no, is. I guess it is weird. Yeah, but there's it some, is weirder. It's like some of uh, our friends who are moms, they wouldn't find it. Yeah. Weird. But n- none of the moms ever reach out to me, for example, to right. be like, do you want to do a play date? Because it's a little right. weird. It's a little weird and awkward. So I think that's like, uh, you know, I've, I, I sympathize a lot with a lot of like single dads who like, that's their whole life. Right. And so it's like, Okay, because most in our society, that's mostly been kind of a mom job, right? right? To set up like play dates and that sort of thing. You know what I mean? And I'm sure there's men who are really good at it. I am not. And yeah. you know me about well, and me and texting too. Yeah. And me and I hate I mean, no, being on my phone. Never, how many on like red messages? Do, do you, you have? want me to check right now? Do you want me to do a, a do status it. update on my unread text messages? I mean, people reach out to me. And they're just like, can you ask your husband this? Can you ask this? I'm like, geez, Brian, text. 3,877 unread text messages. He's 100% correct. Yeah. Do you Almost think I would lie? 4,000 unread text messages. Is that not crazy? That's is crazy. crazy. Or is it crazy that I people expect me to read 4,000 text messages? Yeah, but that's accumulated over the last couple of years, but that's wild. Hmm. Oh my gosh, Brian. But you know, I guess that's also a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm with my kids, I think this is where it's a good thing. When I'm with my kids, I'm 100% present. You for sure. So I've always loved. Well, I say we take a quick break and when we come back, you know, we have to do our Brian likes book segment. Warning. Things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut in in our eyes. Usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. That is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. So many of us love coffee. Mm -hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. 
Some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part? Mm-hmm. It works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store and be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing is every time our dad comes to visit, he calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get at the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista. And now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this and I can't wait to hear what dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. All right, Brian. So every time you're on the podcast, everyone always loves to hear what you're reading. And so tell us, blow our minds. What are you reading this week? (laughs) So uh, as usual, I'm reading um, three different, gosh, I'm actually reading four books right now. Um, So the one that Brie had mentioned that I had read a couple sentences to her and um, (laughs) it's called Ancient Wisdom and Modern Science by Stanislav Grof. It's an edited collection. It's edited by Stanislav Grof. And it was, I think it was published in maybe 1984. But it was, um, it's just, you know, some of the psychiatry type stuff and some things. There's some really interesting ideas here about the collective unconscious and that sort of thing. How, but, um, but, it's kind of too much maybe to get in uh, into on this podcast and a more, a more, I don't, I think a lot of listeners, w- it would not be their cup of tea. No, to people not at listening all. to this he podcast. Read, he read me some of it and I was like, I don't even know if I'm supposed to like that paragraph or not. <laughs> she said, she said, I don't think I like what that's saying. And I said, I think I, you would like what it's saying if you right. understood what I was. Well, and I was kind of thinking to myself, like, five of the words I didn't even know what they meant I'm like mm-hmm. I don't know if that's good for me or that just explains the book 
<laughs> but and then like it just sounded weird. I don't know. Yeah. And it it just when I looked well, at it. Well, here's a like, book no, that thanks. I think that you would actually really like, and a lot of the readers would like, and I think, um, and I've really enjoyed it, and I'm almost done. It's a short book as well, and it's uh, Arthur C. Brooks and Oprah team together oh. to uh, to write this book called Build the Life You Want. Um, Arthur C. Brooks. So I don't think Oprah writes that much in it. I think it's mostly Arthur C. Brooks. And I loved his previous book, uh, From Strength to Strength. And it's talking about how, as you get older, the things that you're good at change, right? And how do you, how do you feel like you're thriving as you get older, right? Because your brain is changing, all these different things change. So I really like that book. I got this book not because of the Oprah aspect, but because of the Arthur C. Brooks aspect of it. And, um, and it's really, really good. And he's a, um, if you, you may have heard of him, he's a Harvard teacher and he okay. teaches like a program on happiness. Uh, and there's a, like his classes are always hard to get into because everybody's interested in that. So that's, that's a book I think a lot of people would like, and it's a really easy to read and has a lot of practical life advice that you can do in that. The other, uh, the other two books that I'm reading is Walter Isaacson, if you like books and biographies. Walter Isaacson just came out with a biography on Elon Musk. Oh, really? And it's fascinating. That Walter actually Isaacson, would be. Yeah, I think everybody, I don't want to say everybody. You know when people tell you, you have to watch this Yeah, and I usually do, whatever. though. You I, don't. I usually I, do. I'm I like, okay, I will. So <laughs> I'm not going to say everybody has to read Walter Isaacson's biography. Everyone told me you have to watch Succession. I did and I loved it. Yeah, I did not watch it and my life hasn't hasn't suffered at all for oh, not watching it. You would but love it. I think you get a better understanding of the world by reading Walter Isaacson's biographies. So for example, like he has a, a great one on Albert Einstein. He wrote, and I forget her name, even though I read the book, he wrote a biography on the um, woman who did the... Uh, all the DNA research and got a Nobel Prize on it. Um, but anyways, how you can manipulate DNA and that sort of thing. It was nice. fascinating. And you have like, uh, he, he, who did he do to Leonardo da Vinci, which was also really good. And so he's just this incredible biographer. And so the Elon Musk stuff is really interesting. And I think it really applies to understanding the world today. Like, um, so anyways, there's that. And then I'm reading, uh, the fifth season by N.K. Jemison, and this is like she wrote. She's one of the so a female author. One this series. There's three books in the series, and each one won a Hugo Award, which is this is wow. the only time and in consecutive years. So three consecutive years, she won the Hugo Award, which is for like science fiction, fantasy stuff. And so, anyways, it's really really good. And um, that's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, that one. I'll, I'll put that. I'm actually, you know, bringing on the plane with me, the four agreements. Mm -hmm. I kind of like, I, rem I read it so long ago and I, I know it. I kind of remember it, but I want to reread it. What's the first agreement? I don't know. Don't. <laughs> he always does it. It's not Bell well, no. Brings anymore. No, I just, I, because I really love that book, but, but I. But I, it's weird because you just putting me on the spot like that. It's like, I don't remember, but yeah, I mean, the I whole book is the book, four agreements yeah. and it's a, it's a philosophical guide. And so I just it's, remember these it are changed four my things. Life. It didn't because 
You don't remember the first agreement. I don't remember a lot of things <laughs> that changed but my I mean, life. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. I just, can I say I live in the present? <laughs> well, Brian, before we go, I did a thing on social media asking people to send in questions. And so I have some real fun questions for you that um, I think you'd love to answer. And then after that, we will leave all of you with a little inspiration affirmation. I have this quote that I want to, I'm excited to tell you guys because there was this conversation between Nicole and I. I know, Brian, I know what you're going to say. I wasn't going to say anything because I just expect it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. So the first question um, I got in was, will we ever see you wrestle in Japan again? Maybe. I mean, you would never say, I never say never. Yeah. Now, if like there was an offer or someone was like, oh, we'd love you to, you know, come do this. Would you say yes? Yeah. I mean, I would, I, wrestling in Japan is one of my favorite places in the world to wrestle, if not the favorite place. And, um, and so I, yeah, I've loved, I've loved wrestling in Japan. I would love to wrestle there more. It's just a matter of schedule and it's just a matter of, you know, time. Which I agree. And I also think how cool would it be to take our kids to Japan to watch you wrestle and show them just the city? I don't know. I think that'd be a great trip. Just the city? Which city? There's, you know, there's lots of cities. Well, yeah. I mean, we could Tokyo, (laughs) Sapporo, like get them on the bullet plane or train. Sapporo is the the place that I really want to, you know, that's because we never went there in WWE, at least not. I went there. Oh, you did? Media tour. Oh, okay. And it was so cool because they had us go on the bullet train Mm -hmm. and then you could see Mount Fiji, Mm. but the whole Sapporo was and I would, you know, I, we went to this really famous, like a steakhouse, but I didn't eat the meat there. Cause I don't, but, um, I just remember, I thought that place looked very, like, I was just like, whoa, this out of now I love Tokyo, but that place was just to me felt older and just quaint. I don't know. There's something about it. I loved. Yeah. Sapporo's in the, um, a section known as Hokkaido and Hokkaido is known for their melons. And I remember whenever I would go to Sapporo, I'd always bring back my dad uh, melon chocolate. Really? And he loved it. He, it was just like his favorite thing. So, That's really cute. Yeah. Okay, next question. Help with potty training, please. I have three boys and my three-year-old is not having it. Any advice? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, <laughs> no, well, I'll say this with Buddy. And Buddy, I felt like kind of caught on quicker than I would have kind of what I expected. I hate saying this, but chocolate chips, find out what's his favorite thing he likes. And I kind of bribed buddy. I'm like, every time you go pee pee or poo poo on the potty, you can have a couple chocolate chips. And I mean, he was all about that. Also, if you have a yard, like uh, buddy loves doing nature pee pees. So he like, he's, I think early on, especially he was more, he was more likely to pull his pants down and go potty outside than he would go sit, sure. sit in those little like toddler toilets or yeah. whatever. And it, you know, especially in our backyard, it just kind of helped him understand the process of pulling your pants down and up. Like it just became repetitive, which helped him. Yeah. And then we also, we, even still, we let him run around pantsless. Yeah. And I think that helps too. Okay, Brian, the next question. What are positives from both parents' parenting styles that helps the other one out? So I don't know. I feel like our parenting styles are, are, are very similar, yeah. right? But I think what 
the rather than our parenting styles helping each other out, I think it's looking for when your partner needs help, right? And looking sure. when, okay, so-and-so is, when Bree's getting overwhelmed, I try to step in and give her a break. And she does the same thing for me. And I think that's, I think that's where it helps the most as far as like, uh, because I think what we try to do is even if I see maybe Bree doing something that like, oh, okay, that wouldn't be my first instinct. You go along with it and you don't, so that you're not contradicting the other parent in front of the children. Um, and then, but then also seeing where that person needs support. I know that like for us, a lot of times it's like, okay, one of us may be getting overwhelmed and then the other one comes sure. in and helps out. We're so. really good about that. And like, we don't get mad at each other. Like if I'm like, go take a nap or just go to bed early. Like, it's fine. I don't, I'm not like, Oh, I have to do bath time alone. Like I don't look at it like that because I know he does it back for me, but I will say a positive thing that you do because you have so much patience and in your household, you all spoke very quietly to each other. (laughs) That helps me parents. So when I see Brian doing that style with the children, I like Brian said, I, I just go with it. Um, And I kind of feel like one thing that would be positive thing with me is I have so much energy, especially with Bud to keep up with. Wouldn't you say, Brian, that I feel like, yeah, thank goodness I'm a little bit of a pistol and have a lot of energy because that works for Buddy. Yeah. And I like, so for example, we each struggle at different times, right? I struggle at evening time and I think Bree tends to struggle more morning time. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, for sure. And so it's like, please uh, let me sleep in, have a slow morning. Like if I could start my day at 9am, I'd feel so great. So, it's, you know, so it's, it's seeing, it's seeing where your partner needs help. Right. In the For sense sure. of like, like I, I love mornings. I'm a morning person. And so like this morning I was up in the garage working out by five. And so kids come in, they have a bunch of energy and it's like, okay, yeah, that's great. I can handle this. Evening times are a lot tougher for me. And, and when, that's when I know when I, that's when I got and, and yeah. And when, Buddy, especially, is really being really hard in the evening times. It's it's so hard for me to have the energy to just be like, yeah. you know, to to handle to handle everything that he's bringing. So that's where where Bree really steps in and helps. Totally. Okay. So this is I have one last question and then a comment from someone. So the last question is, Brian, would you ever do Dancing with the Stars? You know, I hate to say, like, I, I would never say never. But that's not in my interest. It's um, I say next fall season because that's when you retire. We can go against each other. So she loves competition. Oh my gosh, it'd be and, so fun. Yeah, and like, and there's a lot of like married like spouses on there, like Jenna and Val. I would love for us to just take dance classes and not and I compete. No, and not be on TV at all, and not do anything in the in in the eyes of other people. Like but, to live. To live a life that is not for other people's entertainment, that is for our own enjoyment. Okay, I'll do that too. But can we also <laughs> compete against each other on Dancing with the Stars? I don't I don't want to be on TV ever again. I want to disappear oh and never gosh. be. Gosh. I don't even want to be on your podcast once I'm done. You will probably have to because that's a lot of the stuff I got. When is Brian's brains? Brian's <laughs> oh my gosh, there you go. Brian's brains coming back. I can't believe how much I got that. People are really yearning. Would I say yearning? 
yearning. Or, yeah. Yeah. They, that was good for me. If they, if they are yearning for it, if it's something that they're yearning for, I feel really bad for them. Well, a, a lot of people said they love your laugh, which I agree. And you know, you give us like, if you would have asked me if bats are pollinators, <laughs> name I the pollinator said, amongst these. Four yeah. I would have said, hell no. I can't wait to tell Nicole. She's going to be mind blown that bats are pollinators. <laughs> You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes, the sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I am totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe, bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion, home and beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. Be it bold swimwear or graphic, beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear, or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. But okay, everyone, this has been so much fun. Um, I hope you, you know, are getting your fall decorations out there, getting your pumpkin lattes and thinking about what you're going to do for Halloween or a little inspiration. (laughs) Is that what they got? That's what they're supposed to get from what we talked about with fall? Well, and... (laughs) And <laughs> I hope I, you're getting your full decorations out there. I hope you're dressing up for Halloween and pumpkin spice lattes. And have a great week, everybody. <laughs> well, anyways, I'm going to give you guys a little inspiration affirmation and then kick my husband's ass after. Um, <laughs> he's like crying laughing. <laughs> I love that I'm your entertainment. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he literally cries laughs at me every day. That's probably why you married me, because I'm your entertainment. Um, actually, you know, a lot of people did ask about my breast when I asked for questions for your you. Your singular breast? No, my implants, them? both. <laughs> both if you like my new implants, a lot of people want to know. Uh, do like, you want me to answer that? I mean, if you want, I already know the answer. Okay. So uh, she <laughs> got her implants for herself and not for <laughs> me. Um, and it's not that I dislike them. I... Uh, I I want her to be happy. And so if they make her happy, you know. And they 100% do. I love them. Okay. <laughs> so let's go. Do, let's end our show instead of chaos with a little inspiration affirmation. Um, you know, Nicole and I were chatting yesterday and she was a little bothered because her and I, have you guys have seen on our Instagrams, we kind of upped. I feel like we've upped our game. I'm not going to let anyone tell me different with photo shoots and just fun content. Because I'm like, you know what? having Instagram, this business tool, I'm like, I want to also use it as a business and kind of show off things I'm doing and, you know, photo shoots, whatever, our wine, all of it. 
But I guess, Nicole, she was really hanging on to this one comment. It like really got her. And I was like, Nicole, stop. Like you do you like do your Instagram for you. Who cares if someone makes a comment that they don't like you're doing all these photo shoots? Who cares? Right. So I sent her this quote last night and I was like, you know, I thought this was really cute. Of course, I saw it on Pinterest and she was like, oh, I really needed that. But I saw this quote. It's anonymous. I saw it on Pinterest and it's unbothered, period, happy, period, in my lane, period, focused, period, flourishing, period, growing, period, glowing, period. And she felt really good from that. So for all of you who I know social media, those comments can get to us or someone says something at work or a family member says something or whatever. Don't let anyone ruin your mojo. Be unbothered, happy, in my lane, focus, flourishing, growing, and glowing. You do you. Remember that. Anything you want to say, Brian? Yeah, probably the best way to get into that state is through meditation. And so... That is true. And not through Instagram or Pinterest. So... (laughs) He is 100% right. But I will say that I was like... I have felt so great about myself lately. Just the life I'm living, how I feel and look, everything. Like I just feel really good. And I told Nicole, I'm like, I'm not going to let anyone ruin that and don't let anyone ruin it for you. And meditation definitely helps with that. And also really good quotes from Pinterest. So, (laughs) all right, everyone, you can catch this episode on YouTube later this week. You can also find us on social media, on our Instagram at the Nikki and Bree show. And you can find us on TikTok. Are you guys on tout? I knew if I started to say social stuff, he would bring tout up. Nope, we're not on tout. Oh, that's tout doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) I hope you have amazing week. And next week, Nikki and I will be recapping our whole Italy trip. You're going to want to hear it because we're going to give you all the fun details. All right, everyone have a great week. Bye. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate.